classic streams. Around Dodge City and in the territory on West, there's just one way to handle the killers and the spoilers, and that's with a U.S. Marshal and the smell of gun smoke. William Conrad, the story of the violence that moved west with young America, the story of a man who moved with it, Matt Dillon, United States Marshal. Well, Chester? It's another one, Mr. Dillon, laying near his wagon. The horse was still hitched and was grazing. Another stabbing? Yes, sir, Mr. Dillon. Two buffalo hunters found him early this morning on the road leading out to Cimarron Crossing. We just brought him back. Who was he? His name was Jones. Les Jones. Been in town a couple of days buying supplies and food. Where'd he come from? Well, some of the boys told me he's got a little farm on up the Arkansas piece. Got a wife, too. Poor little thing, they tell me. Yeah. You know anything more about him? He was at Tab Slade's saloon last night playing faro. Drunk? Oh, we'd had a belt or two, but not drunk. Did all right at the faro table. He pretty much had two, three thousand dollars. Three thousand dollars and a widow woman on the Arkansas River. Beg pardon, Mr. Dillon? Yeah, nothing, Chester. The money's gone, of course. Yes, sir. Ask Doc to come down when he can with you, Chester. All right. Doc, come down a minute. Mr. Dillon wants you. Coming! I'm coming. Did Jones have a gun on him, Chester? We found a sharp special in his spring wagon. Uh-huh. He wasn't carrying anything on him. It's outside. You want to see it? Had it been fired? No, sir. Oh, well, good morning, Marshal. Want to see me? I want to ask you a question, Doc. Yeah? There have been two stabbings in two months. Jones makes the third. Do you think the same person killed the other two? Well, there's no way to be sure, but from the position of the wound and the body, and from the angle of the knife thrust, I'd say that the killer or killers used the same... Doc, answer. I just wanted a simple answer. Yes, I think the same person murdered all three men. Yeah. Any way of telling how long Jones has been dead? <laughs> well, I'm not a Pinkerton man, but I'd say sometime after midnight, between three or four in the morning, maybe. And I'd also say from the amount of bleeding... Okay, Doc. Chester? Yes, Mr. Dillon? Get my horse. I'm going to ride out to the Jones place. I figure Miss Jones will want to know. Hello, mister. Howdy, bub. I live here. Where are you from? I'm from Dodge. Meet you right all the way from Dodge? Sure. Get down and I'll water your horse. All right. Yeah, here you are. What's your name, son? Alvin Jones. My dad is Les Jones. I I guess you know him, huh? Yeah, sure. I guess most everybody knows him. Uh, Your mother in the house? You gonna stay for dinner? 
Well, I don't think so. Is she in the house? Yeah, she's there. Just go on up. Don't worry about your horse. <laughs> Thank you. My name is Dillon, Miss Jones. Marshal Dillon of Dodge. Come in, Marshal. Thank you, ma'am. You care for some buttermilk? Or maybe out here men don't drink buttermilk like they do at home. <laughs> Thank you, but nothing for me. Uh, Miss Jones, I got some unpleasantness for you. Yes? It's about your husband. He's in trouble? I left Dodge four hours ago. I thought I should be the one to tell you. He's hurt bad. More than bad, Miss Jones. I pulled a saddle off your horse, mister. Macy's a good one. Well, thank you, son. Alvin, this is Marshal Dillon from Dodge. The Marshal? Uh... Alvin, your pa won't be home for a while, the marshal said. Well, not for how long? Well, I... Well, not for how long, Ma? Uh, not for quite a time, son, so uh, you will have to run things a while longer. Makes I can take care of Ma, all right? Sure you can, Alvin. Uh, would you stay to eat? No, 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 thank you, ma'am. I, I gotta get back to Dodge. Uh, Miss Jones, could I... Yes, Mr. Dillon. Talk to the boy, Miss Jones. Explain it so he won't be bitter. Too many gunfighters got their start from a killing like this. I'll try, Mr. Dillon. I'll try. Good afternoon, ma'am. Got enough whiskey to finish tonight. This Thursday weather. Oh, we've got plenty, Mr. Slade. If no fight starts, that. Oh, Mr. Slade. Huh? It's company coming. Marshal Dillon just walked in. Oh, set that bottle of rye up on the bar. Yes, sir. Howdy, Matt. Join me in a drink? Oh, thank you. I will. It's kind of dry. You've been traveling? <sighs> yeah, I've been up the river a bit to the Jones place. Jones? Tell his wife she's a widow. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Too bad. He was in here last night, wasn't he? Oh, yes. Matter of fact, he was. You wouldn't know anything about his being killed. What are you asking me, Dylan? Straight question. Are you saying I killed him? Just ask the question, Slate. I don't know anything. Someone knifed that man after he left here. He was taking a lot of money out of your place. You had a reason. I wasn't even here last night. My partner, Ben Ramirez, was running the place. Where were you? I was with his sister. All evening? Till late enough. Where's Ben and his sister now? I don't know. Home, I guess. I think I'll ride out and have a talk with him. And Slade. Yeah? 
If you have any big winners tonight, make sure they get home safe. Please. He'll go inside. All right. 
Aren't you going to say anything to him? What do you want me to say, Ben? Oh, by this time, most men will be crawling. You're a hard one, Dylan. I can't fight a man who's behind me in the dark with his gun drawn. There, is that better? You can see me now. Takes a small man to make love to another man's woman. You can't haze me into a draw. I'm not trying to. I don't want a gunfight. I just want to talk, Dylan. You're calling it. I saw Slade just a few minutes after you left this place. He told me you were trying to tie us with a murder. I said he was wrong and came up here to get the straight of things. From what I saw a minute ago, he might have been right after all. You'd like his woman, so it'd be handy to have him out of the way. Is that the way you figure it, Ramirez? Yeah, that's the way I figure the it. The only reason I came to your place was to talk to you. I want to find the killer, Mr. Jones, and thought you might be able to help well, you're not going to get any information sniffing around Eve. What's your plan, Murray? I'll give you some advice, Marshal. Tab Slade's been a good friend of me, and I'll help him protect anything that's his. Eve's his, so stay away. You're not going to find a killer while you're saying pretty things. Are you through? All right, then listen to me. You say Slade had nothing to do with those killings. I won't say he did because I don't know, but I'm going to find out who did it, and if it was Slade, I'll get him. Now, do I ride back to town? Yeah, ride back to Dodge, Marshal, and uh, between here and where your horse is tied, don't so much as twitch a finger. <laughs> I don't know whether you're a fool or a brave man, Ramirez, but... Just let me give you one bit of advice. Don't tie to the wrong brand. It's easy to do. Just walk away, Marshal. To your horse. And walk easy. Uh, Marshal. Yeah? If you find out who killed Jones, let me know. I'll do that, Ben. I sure will. We will return for the second act of Gunsmoke in just a moment. But first... Hello, I'm Kathy Lewis, the girl who plays Jane on My Friend Irma. Irma, tie this string around your finger to remind you that starting Sunday, we go on the air at 9.30 p.m. instead of 6 p.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. All right, Jane. Good girl. Now, what's that string to remind you of? To buy some more string? That's My Friend Irma, whom you can now hear on Sundays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Remember, My Friend Irma is now heard at a new later time on Sundays. Check your local schedules. Now... The second act of Gunsmoke. Chester, Mr. Dillon. Oh, Chester. Wait a 
What time is it? Almost four in the morning, Mr. Dillon. Four? Yes, sir. I'm sorry to have to wake you, but you better get dressed and come right away. They've got Tab Slade. Slade? Who's got Slade? Some of the ranchers. They're going to lynch him right in front of his saloon. Well, go and try and hold him for a minute. I'll be right along. Yes, sir. Slade, before you came here to Dodge, you were a gunfighter. You had a bad reputation. 
You were in with the Kansas Raiders, sure, that's too. Right. The Raiders were killers and thieves. Some were. Now, when a man with your background goes straight, he's always suspect. But I didn't have anything to do with the killing. What about this partner of yours, this Ramirez? I met him in Kansas. Him and his sister, we joined up and came out here. So we'd make good a team. Where's Ramirez now? I don't know. Matt, please listen you to me. You're going to marry his me. sister? No. Yeah, Matt, I don't know. Why isn't Ramirez around now that you're in trouble? Please, maybe he doesn't know. I don't know. He'd know by now. The news is all over Dodge. Chester? Yes, sir, Mr. Dillon? Put Slade back in his cell, then load your shotgun and keep a close watch on him. Well, where are you going, Mr. Dillon? I'm going to take a ride out to the Ramirez place. I want to have a talk with Mr. Ben Ramirez and his sister, Eve. <laughs> Her 
hurt bad. Get a doctor for her. Ramirez? She's not good. But I will love her. She's got a horse.
that night. Dodge City was alive with saddle bums, ranchers, cattlemen. Searching the dark of the Kansas night for excitement and life. of Norman MacDonald stars William Conrad as Matt Dillon, U.S. Marshal. Special music for tonight's story was composed and conducted by Rex Corey. Featured in our cast were Georgia Ellis, High Everback, and Jack Crucian, with Richard Beals, Ann Morrison, and Herb Ellis. Parley Bear is Chester, and Howard McNear is Doc. Join us again next week as Matt Dillon, U.S. Marshal, fights to bring law and order out of the wild violence of the West in... Gun Smoke. Don't miss Gangbusters and the Case of the Variable Blonde later tonight on most of these same CBS radio stations. This is Roy Rowan speaking, and this is the CBS Radio Network. Six streams. Retro Radio Today does not claim ownership over copyrights to any radio shows on our podcasts. The work in this episode has been identified as being free of known restrictions under copyright law, including all related and neighboring rights. The show copyrights are believed to be expired. This concludes another episode of Classic Streams. Thank you for listening. Classic Streams.